Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes. Yes. Welcome in. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. YouTube channel. It's 101 ESPN. The people have already gathered for us, Jackson. They won us. Hello, friends. Yes. Welcome to Augusta National. Timothy Michael McCartney, Jackson Burkett with you. You know what? This, what do we call this? Honesty and media or little piddles in the chud? Both. Honesty and media today. I didn't know what you were going to do with the little piddles half and half. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm going to have to pay somebody in the audience $35 again to come up with a deep dive topic. And then I glanced at the little piddles half and half, and I thought to myself, you know what? This little piddles is all grown up, and he's all grown up because you have prepared a smorgasbord, sir, of delicious treats for the 101 ESPN listening audience over the next 60 minutes. Here's to you, Jackson Burkett. Here's to you, Jackson Bennett Burkett. Hey, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, I wanted to ratchet it up a little bit, so I uh, really gave it my all. Did the best I could. Feeling good about it. Oh, my goodness. Why well, like that? Well, we welcome the people to get involved on the program by texting in. Uh, that number is sponsored by the Air Comfort, uh, Air Comfort Service uh, Fine Folks. And, uh, Jackson, they can text in at 314-399-9646. And, of course, they can participate in what is a very active, much more active than the TMA YouTube chat, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. But it's very active on the 101 ESPN YouTube chat. Uh, and talk it over in there with the fine folks such as Grant. Is that Good Morning Grant in there? Oh, I sure hope so. I love that Good Morning yeah, I'm a, Grant. I'm kind of a Good Morning Grant lemming. Me too, man. He's good people. Who's older, you or him? That's a good question. I don't know. I think we might be the same age. Might he buy might buy some stock in you guys. He might be a year younger than me. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. That's a good question. I like that. But good morning, Grant. He's a hard worker is what he is. Yeah. He's, he's, I'm buying some. You know what? I just bought some stock in both of you guys. Nice. Yeah, nice. Just, just a quarter. Good to sell myself. Uh, Droid FX is in there. AM is in there. Uh, Cat Dad Gamer is in there, along with Dan Jansen and Tiny PP, of course. Don Corleone of... The Balloon Party YouTube chat. Uh, get involved and watch the program and uh, check out our glorious hoodies today here. Mike Ryder just whispered in my ear uh, that we were both born in 1998, so I guess we're the same age. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I like that. 26 bills this year for you. Coming up here in, what would you say, 48 days? Is that right? 
Boy, I can't do that kind of math in my head. I can't either, but I know nobody else can, and so I just fire a bullet in the pot, and a lot of people lay it down just because I fired the bullet in the pot with confidence. You see where I'm coming from now? Yeah, I, I don't know if this year's a leap year or not. It is. It, it is, is indeed. Okay, so then maybe 49 days? I don't know. Well, I mean, isn't your birthday March 13th? It is, but that would make February 29 days as opposed to the traditional 28. So we're probably more 55. Well, anyway, get your birthday presents ready for Jackson. Text them in if you would like. Jackson has presented a present here for you, though, and that is the Little Piddles Half and half. Woot, woot, woot. That was really good. Thank you. Want to kick it off with this Blues fan survey from our friend Jeremy Rutherford? I love the Blues fans. I just saw Jeremy Rutherford, as a matter of Me fact, uh, coming out of the TMA studios. I happen to see him. What do we got? All right. So, first question on the... F- there so, were surprising results. Yeah. So, these are the results. We've talked about the Blues fan survey and our ideas of where people would be, but these are the actual results. 1,500 responses, Jason. Yep. From our good friend Jeremy Rutherford at The Athletic. All right. Here's, here's what we got going here. Halfway through the season, how are the Blues performing compared to your preseason expectations? Would you like to give opinions on these questions? Uh, no, I think the fans should speak for it. You know, I think people know that my expertise is, uh, is very robust. Right. So I don't want to like patronize or like belittle the audience by knowing too much. So I'll just it. let the fans. Yeah, speak. it's like I'm in here with with 99. Yeah. Halfway through the season, how are the Blues performing compared to your preseason expectations? For me, because I don't have your yeah, robust right. area right. of expertise, I would say either better than I expected or about the same. It's kind of a coin flip in there. Um. I kind of think it's been better. There, I have to be honest with you, and I and I and I think the reason I would go there, the power play certainly has been way worse, but but how they've played against some really good teams, I think, is the thing that stands out to me mm-hmm. actually. So I would say it's been better. Uh, for the record, per Jeremy Rutherford, seventy four point one said about the same. Seventeen point two said better, and eight point seven said worse. So I've got no problem with those results. I think that's that's within the range. Uh, in only having, and you might say, well, how did one out of ten people arrive at worse? Yeah, ten percent. You're going to have yeah. you're going to have that, and then you know, there's a chance that you know there might not necessarily be a lot of reason and perhaps some anger there. I, you know, but hey, you know what? We don't fan shame here. At least I don't. I kind of feel like you do. Actually, oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of you are. are and I'm just going to leave it there. Wow. I hope you dumped out of that. No, I didn't even say anything. Did Armstrong make the right decision to fire Baruby? This one surprised me. The the this response was surprised me more okay. so than any other one. Uh, the three choices were yes, no, and remains to be seen. Well, there are a few tenets on balloon party. Uh, no kink shaming. Nope. Pro liberty. Yep. And we're not results oriented. Bingo. And so, therefore, I personally strike remains to be seen. Well, I'd like to call with my king-queen suited, but since you forbet me, I think you probably are ahead in the hand. I'd like to see a flop. Can I see the flop and then make a decision? Sure, here's three cards. No, 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 no. Oh, that was like a car starting. No, it was more like the Price is Right Showcase Showdown. Yeah, that was good stuff. No, I'm super talented. Doug Armstrong doesn't have the benefit of remaining to be seen. Nice poll, Rutherford. <laughs> so, uh, my choices are yes or no. And my answer is no. 
And here's my reasoning. Because for those of you who voted, 42.7% remains to be seen. And you were given that choice because, again, nice poll, Rutherford. Uh, You were asked halfway through the season, how are the Blues performing compared to your preseason expectations? And 91.3% said about the same or better than your expectations. So then, therefore, if that's the case, then how can you say the coach should have been fired? Do you follow me? We have math to work with here. I would bet if the remains to be seen question was stricken, that we would see no as the as the breadwinner in that one, the, the overarching winner. I think breadwinner was used inappropriately. I think it was too, and I like to apologize. Good for you. Yeah. Can we just, Ryder, can we like rewind? I don't know. I wish you could do that on live radio. Armstrong making the right decision to fire Baruby. 30% said no. 27.2% said yes. Closer than I would have expected. I agree. And then 427 said remains to be seen. Yeah, hedging. I'd be curious when this was taken, because a lot of things, as far as assessments... Recency bias. Exactly right. Recency bias. Prisoner of the moment. Yeah. Whatever it is that goes on on ESPN with Stephen A. Smith and Dan Orlovsky, whatever that is. Goats. Uh, I think <laughs> I, we discussed this last Wednesday, I want to say. So I think we're a, this is like a little less than a week old in terms of when these things were submitted. So yes. The only things that would have changed, I guess, were the two games against the Capitals. That's correct. Okay. Yes. So. Uh, Blues and Flames tonight, Jackson. Pre-game right here on 101 ESPN, 7 yeah. p.m. We'll, we'll head run to through. Alberta. How do you do, Flames? Yeah, a little run through Western Canada, small little run through Western Canada. you surprised that they're not making a pit stop in Edmonton? Yeah, if you're going to be there. If we, you're going to be in Calgary, let's hit Edmonton here. I, I've said before, I'm always befuddled by how north Edmonton is. And so if you're going to be up there, like, you know. It's pr- I couldn't imagine how cold it is in Edmonton right now. All right. Well, maybe you go up there and cover the game next time I, they go there because they're not hitting Edmonton this trip. I, They'll go I, to Vancouver and then Seattle. Pull out all my toenails or something and cover a game in Edmonton. Wow. Oh, my Radio God. Radio pranks now. Uh, so, yeah, I'm surprised by that, and I, I disagree with the whole thing. And my reasoning is, is the Blues were doing about what you expected them to do. Now, Anytime you give any form of opinion, really, on anything that you are not firsthand privy to, which essentially blows up all of media, right. uh, you don't know. Maybe yeah. there were things going on. I don't think so. I mean, considering Craig Berube was scouting for the Blues last week, it doesn't seem like they have a real problem with him. Uh, and he's still filling out his contract responsibilities. But uh, I just I just disagree with it. I just disagree with it. I mean, it was less than two months after Doug Armstrong said, you know, well, best case scenario, we're probably a third place team and maybe we can sneak into a wild card and who knows what can happen with injuries and you see weird things happen in the playoffs. So I have no idea. So I disagree with it. And that's uh, that that opinion shan't change. Do I think Drew Bannister will eventually be named head coach? That the results on this are essentially exactly 50 50. 50.8 say yes, 49.2 say no. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford's takeaway, fans like how Bannister has held players accountable and how areas of the Blues game, such as the power play, have improved. Still, the jury remains out with half the fan base because they either believe Bannister isn't the right coach to lead the franchise at this point or believe Armstrong has someone with more experience in mind. I don't know. On the, I'd, I'd really feel like I wouldn't feel comfortable firing a bet on this one. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to fire a bet. Mm-hmm. 
I got nothing against him. Yeah. I don't know how much he can do this season to be like, oh, he's no doubt the head coach. Like, unless they're getting to the playoffs and winning they're going a heater. Yeah, then obviously. Schedule lightens up here. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. That's why, I bet, that's why you asked if they're going to make the playoffs. I said yes. You had no idea who they were playing. But we're Nor not, even if you did, how those teams are playing. That's arbitrary. Uh, the answer is the answer. Am I correct, though? Yeah. Spot on. Thank you. Couldn't tell you who they're playing next week. Ooh, actually, uh, they're playing the Kings. <laughs> That's Sunday. Does that count as next week? No. Matt no, no, no. It has to be Monday or future. Thank you. You're did welcome. you happen to see what Kevin Durant did, though, last night? Yeah. Game sealed bucket. That was a tough bucket. Now, here comes one that really did surprise me. But I'll have to tell you about it <laughs> after the commercial break. The oh, it's teasing season. It's teasing season. That's yep. the best. No, it's, it's fun. It's fun to be this talented. Uh, we'll have that for you. Plus, uh, we continue on the Little Piddles half and half, in which the half and half is really good. I have to tell you. Thank you. This is Balloon Party. I want to speak. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. ESPN, Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you here on the program. It's called Balloon Party. Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Munganass Burkhardt, uh, Alton Toyota, presenting sponsor of said show. And you can participate in the discussion in the YouTube chat, which is active as all get out. I mean, I can't even keep up with it in there, especially with Bourbon Snob and Cat Get Dad Gamer going back and forth with Tiny Peepy and Martin Taylor. Cat Daddy. I used to, it was a big dance in the uh, early 2010s. Is that what Kate Upton did? Maybe. It was a. It was. It a, is. Let okay. me save you the trouble. Okay, you did it when you did the Dougie. If that gives you a reference point to the time. Uh, I think that helps out it. everybody. Uh, you know, I was browsing through all of the supportive texts during the commercial break, and I didn't realize that our text inbox has become a place to flirt with listeners. <laughs> but apparently, it has. Jackson. If that was you that I made super long, super awkward eye contact with at the gym yesterday, I am sorry. Please forgive me. And then you said, ha, 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 ha. It's all good, man. Jackson. Yeah. I would have said something, the person responded, but I was working and my bosses were there. I'm a huge fan of the show. Hey, we appreciate you. Yeah, I did notice someone was looking at me a little bit. You know how like the look is when they like you can tell that they either listen to one of the shows. I have spent my career on low powered AM radio and HD two. Right. Well, you usually have a security detail around you, and you know you're kind of like covering your face. And also, there is what I call a height problem. Right. Right. Well, so people can... might be trying to look at me just because they're like, "Is that Mickey Carroll back?" <laughs> Jackson, I, I deep teased this, and this one surprised me. It really did surprise Jeremy Rutherford as well. If Joel Quenville were interested in the job and cleared by the NHL to return, would you be in favor of him returning to St. Louis? For those of you just joining us, this is a fan survey that Jeremy Rutherford conducted on The Athletic and had 1,500 responses. Joel Quenville coached the St. Louis Blues from 1997 to 2004. I am telling you. Oh, I knew, because I had to look it up once on TMA like a month ago. (laughs) And... Very well liked. Led the team to the President's Trophy in 2000, to the Western Conference Final against the Avalanche. How many of those games went to overtime? Six. Well, they only played five, so that would have made it a real phenomenon. Uh, I thought we weren't results-oriented. Um, <laughs> and then Quinville went on a run with the Blackhawks, right? They won a 
bunch of cups. Yes. It was one of those firings I remember it taking place in 2004. I'm going, I don't understand this. I feel like this might be might be a little, so that, that truly isn't like, yeah, let me say I was against it. But I really, been, it's like, I don't get it. Yeah. And I remember talking to some guys when it happened. They're like, ah, sometimes you just make a change to make a change. They say the message gets stale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't get that. But either way, here's the question. If Quenville were interested in the job and cleared by the NHL to return, would you be in favor of him returning to St. Louis? I honestly would have thought the answer would have been 75% plus yes. Mm-hmm. The result, however, were 58.6% no and 41.4% yes. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford writes, I'm a little surprised with this result for a simple reason. Blues fans love their own, and Quenville was a popular coach in St. Louis from 1997 to 2004, winning a franchise-best 307 games. His role in the Chicago Blackhawks' Kyle Beach abuse cover-up may be a factor here, or fans may just think he's not a good choice for a retool. I truly, I mean, I was so off on that. And I can obviously JR's surprised by it as well. Just to read up and, and update our listeners who may not be aware of where that situation is with the NHL, Gary Bettman uh, has not reinstated him from the unofficial suspension that is now two and a half ish years old. Yep. Um, and so it's not like he's eligible. You've already seen a few firings around the NHL. Um, and there certainly will be more in between now and whenever whoever hoists the cup in June. So I would imagine he would be in play, but um, he is, by definition right now, unofficially suspended. Yeah, yeah. And we're not like here to litigate scandals or anything, but anytime you get a coach like that or a player like that, it brings baggage. There's things that come I just don't think that. the people who voted against him were thinking about that. I, I, some were. Let me put it that way. I just I don't think like I guess the math would be about nine hundred. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Nine hundred. Right. There's fifteen hundred votes. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That 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 was where nine hundred people were, or even five hundred of the nine hundred. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm missing it. What is your confidence level in Doug Armstrong during the Blues retool? Really like this question. Uh, your choices uh, are one, no confidence, then two, three, four, and then five, full confidence. So five would be the best score. One would be the worst score. The option of number four, so second best, is 37.1. In the middle, 33.4 with a three. Two gets 14.2. Five gets 9.3%. And then one, the lowest, gets 5.9%. I would love to, I would love to get the same data for the president of baseball operations. Yeah, yeah. And see where that is, and then compare and contrast the numbers. I'm essentially in a social media retirement, especially since Alarice appears to be in one as well. And so, therefore, if I were to come out with a couple of Gallup polls today, people might have thought I was hacked. Mm-hmm. But I would really be curious where people would put their level of confidence in John Mazalak. And if you would like to, you can just text him in, Armstrong Mazalak. I mean, we're only going to get, you know, maybe 50 to, to go through. This is 1,500. But the fact that 1,500 people were polled here by The Athletic and Jeremy Rutherford and Doug Armstrong essentially got a B, you know, if you're doing your math, A, B, C, Mm -hmm. D, F, Mm -hmm. uh, by more than a third, close to 40%, speaks volumes. And then when you include those who gave him a five, which is an A, damn near 50% still have him at an A or B. What would that percentage be 
if it were John Mazalock. Jackson, I realize this is fun with arbitrary numbers and arbitrary Gallup polls, but you know what? That's what a balloon party is. I think the leading percentage would be for the number two. Which would be a D. That would be a D. I would say that. that, And I would also say it coincides with Marmol's confidence meter in terms of fans. I think they would have the same one. I think it wouldn't look any different from Marmol. I think it's either C or D. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be close. C and D would be close. I think the least would be five. Yes, without question. Yeah. Without I think, question. I think the least would be five. Without Whereas question. this one, it's the second to last, but it's a healthy percentage more than one. Uh, JR writes, this shows that fans continue to have faith in Armstrong. If they truly didn't feel like he could do the job, there would have been a lot more twos and threes. The fact that the fours are nearly 40% shows that a lot of them believe he's the one best suited to make the difficult decisions during what could be two or three more years of the same. Yeah, the only thing that kind of throws me off is the Baruby thing. And again, I'm not I'm not like raging about it. I want to make that clear that like it's an unforgivable transaction again because we're not in the room and I just you have to acknowledge that. But yeah, as far as what's going on here, I mean, part of the reason why they are stuck as JR notes probably for the next couple of years is some of the contracts and the clauses that were given to in particular the defenseman. And so, you know, he is responsible. And yet he has positive equity. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really quite a little dynamic. I mean, it, maybe I'm overly fascinated with the difference between the way the Blues are treated and in particular certain people with the Blues versus the way the Cardinals are treated in particular certain people with the Cardinals. But I think it all goes back to perceived likability and also um, perceived credibility. Yeah, yeah. I think part of the conversation, too, has to be like the NHL is a hard cap league and baseball doesn't have a cap. And so I feel like fans have I agree a with that. perception that baseball can do so much more in the offseason or trade deadlines because they have so much wiggle. Like there's no there's a luxury tax, but we've seen how that is handled. Whereas the Blues, like, like you said, they have Thomas and Kyra under big contracts, kind of leaves them in a tough spot. Well, it's more about the defense. But with that said... Uh, let me just let me let me let me go Matthew McConaughey in a time to kill. Okay. John Mazzella, president of baseball operations, St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. I think it's an LLC. Somebody will check on that. Doug Armstrong, St. Louis Blues. Is that an LLC? If the Cardinals are nice. Now, imagine John Mazzella's in charge of the Blues, and Doug Armstrong is in charge of the Cardinals. Do these numbers change? Let me save you the time. I was going to say, that's a wild hypothetical. Because I can tell you the answer is yes, okay. they do. And that speaks to the tone and the way the messages are delivered. Now, whether you may say that's right or that's wrong as to whether the, the numbers should change, that's up to you. But I am just telling you that they would change. And I think that speaks to the issue the Cardinals have with their messaging. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-399-9646 is how you can text in your comfort service text line. And then the YouTube brought to you by uh, the YouTube chat is active as all day long. Air Alliance uh, cameras sponsor of our YouTube. 139 people are in there talking it over. And you can get involved in the conversation as well. We'll take a commercial break. It's 1030 in St. Louis. Time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN and the 101 ESPN YouTube channel.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Second half of the production here. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you. BK and Ferrario at the top of the hour. We are on the 101 ESPN YouTube uh, channel. And uh, Jackson, that is, uh, I mean, it's just wonderful to see people interacting. 128 friends of the feather just in there talking it over. Bourbon snob, tiny pee-pee. Do you pronounce it Kevin Scafe? Kevin Sky Ife? How about Scaffy? 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 Scaffold. Yeah, big scaffolding. And Philip. Hey, Phil. Uh, Jackson, we are in the midst of this Little Piddles half and half. We've tended to Jeremy Rutherford's fan survey on The Athletic. What else shall we tend to today? Well, based on the end of that previous segment where we were talking about the comparisons between John Mosellock and Doug Armstrong, I feel like I want to ask this question. Are you calling an audible at the line of scrimmage? Uh, I like this question. I just wasn't planning on doing it right now, but I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Yeah. This is your canvas. I've been doing some very light outside market research to see what other fan bases think about their baseball teams. And it seems like Cardinal fans are not alone with their disconnection. Red Sox fans are up in arms with their, one, their once modern dynasty franchises. They have bad seasons left and right pretty much ever since they traded Mookie Betts. Underdog Darling and Skip Schumacher led by the ALCS in 2021. Rats. Yeah, well. I'm just going to let this breathe and get out of the way. Moving the microphone, as a matter of fact. Point remains. <laughs> you need to run for office. That was one of the greatest double downs on BS I've ever seen. Like I said, light outside Mark Racer. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to, my first follow-up was, what defines light outside market research? I was nervous you were going to go there. Were you talking to the beat reporters? Mm. Hey, mm. I know you're covering the Mariners. How are things up in Seattle? I'm Jackson. I do HD2. Well, that would be appreciated, nothing else. <laughs> Underdog Darling and Skip Schumacher-led Miami Marlins haven't signed a single free agent to capitalize on last year's success. Right. They're buzzing in South Florida about the Marlins. <laughs> and the north, sh- north side of Chicago is confused why they made such a big move for a manager and have done very minimal. I'm confused, and I'm on the south side of St. Louis. Bingo. What in the hell? I, what are they doing? Fair question. So that leads me to this. Do you think we live in a sort of bubble with our confusion and frustration with our local nine when plenty of fan bases feel the same way? Is this more of a reflection on fan bases or in the state of baseball where the rich get richer and the other teams just try to scrape their way into the playoffs? I think that's a wonderful question. Thank you. I really do. The Red Sox thing, notwithstanding. 
Yeah, okay. I was gonna, I was going to try to lift. You know what I was going to do? I was going to try to lift you up and distract yeah. the audience from that Astros. Right, and we're Sox. still making sure that they did play in the ALCS. I'm getting reports that that's still up in the air. Jury's still out on that. The 2021 American League Championship Series was a best-of-seven series in Major League Baseball between the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros. Did, was it a sweep? Please tell me it was a sweep. Uh, no. All right. Well, in the last two years, they've what, really what, sucked what, six eggs. Games. Okay. So six games. It might, well, it might as well not even played. But despite that part of the question yeah. that was material and will be remembered for years. Right. And I, it's the last two years. If it happened three years ago, who you're, cares? You're right. Exactly. The, I, I like the observation because if you were to ask baseball fans around the country, subtracting St. Louis as to whether or not the St. Louis Cardinals have been a successful franchise over the last five years, and then if you wanted to do a follow-up, how about over the last 10 years, the the answers would be yes for both. Now, you might go, well, then they haven't been really paying close attention. I don't know what's your determination on that. I'm just telling you there is a huge gap locally and nationally on the view of the Cardinals. I don't think that that would necessarily be the case in Chicago with the Cubs, White Sox, totally different situation there. And then the Boston Red Sox situation is a more recent phenomenon, super recent, as we just learned. Well, hyper-recent is how I describe it. Right, hyper-recent. But do people even care about the 2021 season? They, they, they played in front of like 40% of the fans for a portion of the season. So now you're now you're actually you're tripling down. Mickey Mouse ALCS. This is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, people just say things nowadays, so why can't I? <laughs> so Jackson, I think you make a wonderful observation. I think there, one of the things going on in New York is that they don't spend enough money. <laughs> Truly. And, and the thing is, if you look at their revenue versus how yeah. much they actually spend, yeah. there is a case to be made for it's that. It's almost like a per capita thing. Sure. So... It's a commonplace thing that goes back to our previous segment with one league. We were talking about the NHL has a hard cap and baseball does not. And so if you feel like your team isn't there, then you go, well, then you got to spend more. But I do think we have a recent, very recent, like truly currently and within the last eight months recent, not even eight months because they nearly didn't make payroll in September in the San Diego Padres, in which baseball itself was not excited about it, but concerned about San Diego's spending because they know some of the the numbers that the public is not privy to, i.e. revenue and expenses being two main ones. And they're going, this is a little bold for the Padres. And they moved the chips all in. And then sure enough, it does not work out. And then they can't make payroll and they have to take out a loan. So I think I, I will. this will be something that I will, this is a hill I'll die on. Cool. The thought process that the St. Louis Cardinals are cheap is nothing more than, I don't know if it's like bait, engagement farming, what's another term you would like to use? I'd call it just a misnomer. Yeah, uh, I would say the Cardinals have spent their money really poorly over the last decade for the most part, specifically eight years, and the Cardinals have misjudged their own talent and or talent from other organizations horribly. But as far as spending level goes, I couldn't be more comfortable with it. And the whole DeWallet thing is simply something to get yourself likes or activate a listening audience that really isn't based in fact. It's BS.
Yeah. And I'm sure that's an unpopular thing to say on this radio station. Couldn't care less. Look at me, Jackson. Yeah, why? Look at me. I'm Tim Robbins and Shawshank Redemption. Couldn't care less. Yeah. And Couldn't care any less. Working with me is like crawling through a, a tunnel of crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, but mm-hmm. the way they've spent money, mm-mm-mm. that's that's at the source of the problem. And also just misjudging talent. Yeah. That's at the source. I mean, how many Huge. times over the last, since 2015 in particular, got our outfield of the future, got our outfield of the future, got our outfield of the future, and then it's just, then it just becomes a revolving door, much less seeing what's going on with Zach Gallon in Arizona now after going to Florida slash Miami and, and Alcantara yeah. and winning the Cy Young. Uh, so from that standpoint, that is where the miss is. But the whole thing about Bill DeWitt not spending money, I just absolutely disagree with that. Passionately disagree with that. And I will say this also. Whenever the time comes that he is no longer the chairman of the Cardinals, he will be viewed as one of, if not the second best owner in the history of St. Louis sports. It'll be Gussie Bush and it'll be Bill DeWitt Jr. Which, again, may be an unpopular thing to say. I'm not a, I don't get paid checks from the Cardinals. I couldn't care any less if they like me, don't like me. Just telling you this is what the numbers would tell you based on the successful run of the organization in his tenure, and on top of it, a private reinvestment in downtown St. Louis, where in case you haven't noticed, there isn't a lot of that going on. So it's BS, it gets people going, and I think the root of that is essentially socioeconomic and also just misinformation. That's what I have to say about that. you have any thoughts on the 2021 ALCS? No, no. Like I said, Mickey Mouse Championship Series. I don't even recognize it. What I will ask is, like, how many fan bases in Major League Baseball do you think are, like, fired up heading into the season? Like, there's probably only a handful. I saw the Pirates signed Araldis Chapman to $10 million deal yesterday, and I thought, why? (laughs) Why? Right. Like, the Dodgers? Why not just find, like, a thousand people in the Pittsburgh area and hand out a a, a distribution of that $10 million? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they would be happy to accept league minimum. Like what? Why? Yeah. What in the hell was that? Yeah. They do that. They did that with Chris Archer at the end of his career. They did that with Matt Morris, the Cardinal yep. pitcher, at the end of his career. I don't know what that thing is. You want to be angry? There is one to be angry at, especially in a, in a city that has some similarities to St. Louis with its passionate fan base. Uh, it's, in a sense, provincial. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they love, they really love the Pittsburgh Penguins. There are certainly people know about their love for the Steelers and all they want are the Pirates to be good again. And it's just, it's year in, year out garbage. And I saw, and again, I couldn't, couldn't care any less about the Pittsburgh Pirates, even though we are kind of the voice of Pittsburgh on this show. But I saw that. What are they doing? Why not just go, hey, we're going to do something. We're going to light $10 million on fire down, down by one of the rivers. Come (laughs) on down. We're going to do that today. What in the hell was the point of that? Yeah. So there's there's one. Then you could be in South Florida where they don't care anyway. Right. Uh, and, you know, they were already, you know, total marks for that song and dance with building that new ballpark that no one goes to. Yeah. Um, and then they don't sign any free agents. So there, there, there are a couple where I can't imagine there's a lot of enthusiasm for the upcoming campaigns. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, I think if you count, like, the Dodgers fans are probably excited. Philly fans are probably excited because they got Nola back. Rangers fans are excited, obviously. Braves fans are excited. Braves fans are excited. After that... Rangers, defending world champions. Yeah, so there's although f- they're still wanting to see some more activity. So that's like Montgomery. four. Maybe Las Vegas because they're getting a team. Like, like I don't know. And then you got baseball writers. And I get it because it's your thing. And maybe you do love it. But I saw Buster Olney, who I like. He's a guest on this show. But he said, don't tell me baseball's broken when James Paxton got whatever deal that he got this morning. And I'm like, you don't hear like... 
NFL guys, you know, you don't sound like Peter King or Adam Schefter saying that, you know, right? because they know that it's not broken. Yeah. It might be corrupt, <laughs> but it's got interest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. if somebody said, well, you know, Ledoux is a poor area, nobody in Ledoux would go, what in the hell? They'd go, okay, whatever hillbilly <laughs> said that, don't really care. I know I'm just fine. Yeah. But if you said it about other areas, it'd be like, whoa, what are you talking about? Well, because the bomb hit close to home. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yep. So the baseball criticism is justified because in part of what you're talking about, you already know. It's like looking at the SEC. Vanderbilt isn't going to win it this year, but Mississippi State isn't going to win it either. Mm-hmm. So you already kind of know with baseball who's in the mix and who's not. And the reality is way more than half are not. So I understand that. I understand where you're coming from with it. I just don't understand how you didn't know that the Red Sox played in the 2021 ALCS. I just, I just don't recognize. I, 2020, the Braves won. Oh, nice. I mean, they've been pretty good. Yeah, and they earned it. But the Red Sox didn't. I get it, but they didn't play them. Damn right, because it's useless. Throws. <laughs> Your thoughts are really welcome. 314-399-9646. This program is called Balloon Party, and it's on 101 ESPN and the 101 ESPN YouTube channel. Back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Jackson, uh, fresh off another huge segment. This time alienating baseball fans, though. That's what I like to do. Well, usually it's more hockey. I pick and choose on the day. Okay, well, let's see who we piss off with this segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's coming. Oh, wow. Oh. That was just kind of like a throwaway line, and it turns out. Well, we're more in the quick hitter section of mm-hmm. uh, because based on time. So I'm going to ask this question. Now it's going to sound like some one thing, but it's really another thing. So, mm-hmm. so it's a bait and switch. Another thing that'll endear yourself to the audience. Well, you want to talk Joel Embiid seventy points? What say you? A popular phrase on social media is "explain this to me in blank terms." Like explain this to me in NFL terms. Explain this to me in uh, Minecraft terms. Doesn't matter. It's a popular thing on social okay. media. Where is this going? Now I'm asking you to explain in this term. 70 points in one game is tough to comp, but an STL sport since 2000 was the equivalent of a 70-point game. Well, I think this is exactly what you wanted. I'm going to yield my time to the gentleman from Horton Watkins. So I would say something like Albert's performance in the World Series 2011. I can't remember his game. Game four. three. Game three. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan. Game three. Six. Okay. Uh, where he Paul Sohar got a broke clock. It's not TikTok. Um, I would say that way. Having three home runs in a World Series game is, is damn it's impressive. the equivalent of 70 points in a January NBA That's game. That's the thing. Is it's a regular season performance. I'm just asking the questions here. No, I hear you. No, I, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear is what I do. I thought you might have like something where someone scored like five hockey goals. Or, five hockey goals. Well, I didn't Wow. Want... I bet Chris Kerber's writing notes right now. Well, well, I might use that tonight. Well, they say Denver. hockey trade. It's, it's all dumb. What about a golf shot? Does that bother you? <laughs> I only, I say it intentionally because it's annoying. <laughs> it's so asinine. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Like I, I don't know if there is that comp. Like I don't know if we've had a uh, seventy points is crazy. Well, how often does it happen? And then we can kind of get a point of reference. Donovan Mitchell had seventy one last year. Devin Booker had seventy three or four years ago. So I mean, so it's it, relatively speaking. It's is it like perfect game esque? No hitter esque. I would say Kobe's eighty one to Fun Buddy in San Diego in September of two thousand one. Kobe's eighty one is much closer to a, a perfect game than seventy. Okay. Like there is a I, Mark Witten September seventh nineteen ninety three at the beautiful Riverfront Stadium. Y- yeah, uh, 
he hit four home runs. Okay, yeah, that would be uh, maybe. But that one's the last time that happened, so that seems like that is more of a one-off. That'd be like a Will Chamberlain kind of thing, right? And I would say, like another one. This is before two thousand, but Tatis having two Grand Slams. Well, that's the same first inning. and last time it happened, right? So that's why that's that's so it's, that doesn't work. That's why I said it's a tough comp. And well, so, it's your question. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say my answer is Albert in Game Three of the 2011 World Series. All right. So in in 13 years, and we're still doing balloon party. Hmm. Maybe Carpenter's performance in Game Five of the NLDS. That was really. I mean, that was. Oh, that that just fires me up. Yeah, I mean, that was as good as it gets. Yeah, that fires me up. That starting, fires me up more than the three home runs. Starting it off with that diet where he almost injured himself completely, mm. and it was against his close friend Roy Halladay. May he rest in peace. That that that's up right up there too. So you're saying Joel Embiid seventy points in this game against the Spurs, Kentucky Colonels, Spurs, Wemby, too little. You're too little. <laughs> is now up there with the Cardinals advancing to the NLCS against Hall of Famer Roy Halladay in a complete game. Yeah, yeah. He did it. You all. don't even mean the things you say. You have become Dan Orlovsky. Well, I just I threw this out and, there. And everybody else who's now on national media. Like I said, everyone else just says things. Yeah. Like, why am I all to a different standard? You're 25. You got the hair now. You probably could be in Bristol. I see what you're doing. All I am is the guy who will be in the background on your resume reel. I have to hit the tanning bed. Well, Jimmy Pitaro goes through and goes. We got to hire this guy. You're going to Bristol, son. <laughs> I don't know if they'd want me. You know about the association. Yeah, that's true. They don't talk baseball, so the fact that you didn't realize the Red Sox were in the ALCS two and a half years ago is irrelevant. Yeah, I wonder if Stephen A. knows that. No. I did do some baseball debating with Stephen A., <laughs> and I brought up Jeff Supon, and you thought I was talking about an alien. <laughs> and for the record, we were in 2006. I was, this wasn't like last year, and he would have... Ooh, Supon in Game 7 of the 20, 2006 NLCS. That was a good... That was a really Supon good. in Game 7 of the 2004 NLCS. Clutch. Yeah, yeah Bo Weaves. Now Bo. I'm talking your terms. Yeah, big Shot Bob. Um, Bo Weaves. Bo Weaves. He was great in the World Series <laughs> he game. Was. He it's was. He was a starter in Game 5. It's Clinton. crazy that that rotation won the World Series. It's crazy that that team won the World <laughs> Series, and then you look at the other teams before them, and you yeah. go, those didn't? Well, at least the lineup in the 06 team was like, it still had Albert, Scott Rowland, and Jim Edmonds. But right, but it also had... You know, Ronnie Belliard and Preston Wilson. Yeah, boy, Juan Encarnacion. Right, um, but that rotate. I mean, Anthony Reyes is a game one starter. And Jeff Weaver, your game two starter. Bo Weaves, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. So maybe, hey, maybe it's Sunny Gray season. Maybe it's there. Ta- you go. Look at you. Maybe it's Mats. Maybe Mats. You really are saying things you don't believe. I, 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 if you would, if you had said '06 and this time in '06, I wouldn't have believed it either that that rotation could win a World Series. Uh, the Cardinals had high expectations going into 06. Okay. I can't imagine, though. Well, Jeff Weaver wasn't a part of the team at the start. Mm-hmm, right. And I'm not even sure Reyes was a part of the team at the start of the he season. He probably got called up. Yeah. Yeah. There had to have been all kinds of injuries. Hell, I don't know. He was anyway. iron his build. Jason Marquis got hurt that year, did he not? I believe that that is correct. Okay. Jason Isringhausen got hurt. Yeah, they yeah that's right. Mm, yeah. Mm. Sliding doors. Uh, Jackson and I will be live on YouTube on uh, youtube.com slash TMASTL. We do a podcast. 
Uh, it's called the Tim McKernan Show podcast, but Jackson's there every episode. I started it when Jackson was still in high school, so that's the reason why it's still called the Tim McKernan Show. And uh, got a really good question today from a guy by the name of Timmy Recaps, who is a superstar at QFTA. I can't wait to hear your response when I get done reading it. We'll be doing that in about a half hour on YouTube, youtube.com slash TMASTL. You're always welcome to send in questions, comments, anything for it. Hate mails, welcome. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. BK and Ferrario are up next. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to The Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.